Hey, 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 ladies and germs, welcome to the Poo Poo Pee Pee Brothers podcast with your host, Poo Poo Perry and Pee Pee Thomas. Johnny. Okay. Well, <laughs> we we got, there's two Pee Pee Brothers and three Poo Poo Brothers. The Poo Poo, uh, uh, Poo Poo Peter, <laughs> introduce whole... yourself. Which one of you two is Poo Poo Peter? It's a whole Poo Poo Pee Pee clan. I can see our Spotify Uh-oh, numbers tanking. <laughs> I can see, I'm watching live the numbers. They're dropping like a fucking plane out of the sky. This is a disaster. Ew, stinky. Looks like, looks like PP Thomas has activated toilet time. Uh, Now, for a toilet time lightning round, which of these sounds is the grossest toilet flush? Hold on. All right, I'll put in a hundred toilet flushes (laughs) right now. No, no, I'm getting them, I'm getting, I'm getting them. (laughs) Okay. I'm waiting with bated breath. Great. Sound effect. Great. Which of these toilets is disgusting? Ew! I mean, I don't feel like the sound of a toilet flushing is particularly gross. If anything... Well, but you can can hear the poop in it. You can... (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) You got a masterful... Understanding of acoustics, you can you can sense the object in there. What the fuck? All right, poo 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 question poo poo question of the month. Can you hear the poop in a toilet when it flush? I don't want to know. I, think you I can. don't want to know. I think a toilet flush. I don't. Care. I think a toilet flush of an empty toilet versus the toilet flush of a of a diarrhea dookied um, blasted. I think I think the flush of a blasted bowl is completely distinguishable. Well, I think. I think, I think I think the sponsorship for the sex pill is like way gone, but you know, I I think Roblox is online. This is like our demographic is like Nickelodeon babies. We can't have a sex pill. What are you talking about? Maybe we could. I don't know. Those babies don't need a funny. sex pill. They might think it's funny. <laughs> Can we be the first podcast to be sponsored by Street Overlord? So for the record, Wayne just decided, hey, I'm gonna start the podcast like I'm a Nickelodeon game show host but then he just starts talking about shit and piss and i'm trying to think what nickelodeon show talks so much about toilets fucking nickelodeon we were just talking about this and you agreed with me you said yeah wayne the the nickelodeon in the 90s was all about gross out humor and gags yeah and, but it wasn't and like slime and, and farts and shit and puke it wasn't shit though it wasn't like literal human shit. Comedy, comedy is elevation of what you expect to a point where it's so unexpected that you laugh. And you know what better way to escalate Nickelodeon humor than piss and shit? Wow, the, that's I a think that's the, poop. <laughs> great. <laughs> I think that is the natural evolution of that. Um, cousin Skeeter, they can't use that puppet anymore because they shit. <laughs> they got shit on him. <laughs> people, people don't. People probably don't know what I just said. There was a, there was a part. There was some. There was some point where Nick Nick was doing their Choice Awards or whatever. They brought John Cena on, and he was just like, "Wow, that's a two time slime." And, oh yeah, I remember that. And it, I, I think that was the year that Katy Perry got like, yes, blown away by a cannon. She got blasted. <laughs> yes. I remember that. Should that's we introduce why, that's, that's ourselves? Why, that's why she votes Republican now. Brain damage. We, we right. have to watch we're, that. We, have, we are dissolving the Poo Poo Pee Pee Brothers. Oh, okay. Welcome to the Where Do We Begin podcast. Oh, thank God. 
My name's oh, Wayne. It's, oh, it's a cold open again this week, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's how we're doing these now. Sure I'm going to leave that up to future me, whether I want it to be a cold open or not. We might just be... <laughs> hey, about, we are going to lose before, so many listeners. About before Wayne starts his pee-pee-pooper brother thing, can you just have like a couple seconds of the Enterprise uh, spaceship hump? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Um, anyway, I'm yeah. Trog. Hi. I'm, yeah, and I'm Log. I'm Balp. I'm Mike. I'm here. And our special guest, Poo Poo Dan. Yep. Whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Which one were you? Which one were you? I don't it know. It doesn't matter because the Poo Poo TV <laughs> brothers have been banned from Spotify, but. Yeah. You had a name. You had a name. I, su- I suggested Pee Pee Pete when you started this bit, but I think people were talking over me. It's true. Pee Pee Pete, welcome to the podcast. Um, yep, that's me now. Now known, now known as Mike. All the Poo Poo uh, brothers respond in unison. PPP is his crestfallen name. We're, we're, so we we're don't refer to him as that anymore. To talk over each other and interrupt each other and not wait our turns. The very first. The yeah, first nobody has ever done that. Crestfallen podcast. Yeah, we we don't give a fuck. We don't. Who cares? It's we call it. This is. It's a poo poo cast. Can I just say, matter. I love the idea of a pod. I am enamored with the idea of a podcast being called the Poo Poo PB Brothers. I want. <laughs> I if I ever get asked, if I ever like am walking down the street and someone's like recording doing the thing. I mean, I think what do you do a, for living? I, I think I think all of those are staged. But if everyone, if 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 those are real and anyone ever asked me, that's exactly how I'm going to well, respond. Those are I'm staged because. Those are staged because they're always like a like a setup for a joke they're doing. But like, I mean, street interviews for some other thing like that. That yeah. those, that, I, those I, absolutely happen in like a real context. So you just have to get really lucky. You just need to go like downtown Boston and just like stand around and wait until someone asks you anything and then say, "Oh yeah, I'm from the Poo Poo Pee Pee Brothers podcast." I'm from or I'm listening to. I was gonna say I'm listening to. <laughs> Someone, someone comes up to you and says, uh, hey, sir, do you have the time? And you say, hold on, pull out your phone and film me. And then say, I'm from the Pee Pee Brothers podcast. <laughs> I like the idea of being asked what you're listening to. And you say, I'm listening to my own podcast that I recorded. <laughs> that, that, yeah, the ar- the arrogance, it's really good. The fucking arrogance there. Listening to your own podcast. Tell, yeah. You, you respond with, oh, I'm listening to my own podcast. And you don't clarify any further and walk away. <laughs> Well, I think it'd be funny it's if you did clarify and just say that it was the Poo Poo Pee Pee Brothers podcast. Oh yeah, let me clarify. <laughs> it's the Poo Poo Pee Pee Brothers. <laughs> check it check it out wherever podcasts are distributed. You can't check it out. I didn't post it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite Poo Poo Pee Pee Brother? Ah, uh, Poo Poo Phil? It's me. Because I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm Poo Poo Phil. Um, the other guy, the, the, the other guy, the other guy is PPP. I record the, I record these in advance, and then next year I have just a little treat for myself. It's like a time capsule. Well, this anyways, has been welcome to the Where Do We Begin podcast. Start to this podcast. <laughs> where welcome do we to the begin? Where Do We Begin podcast? Formerly the Poo Poo PB Brothers, now known Where Do We Begin? Um, much higher ratings since we changed the name back. Uh, yeah, the ow, ratings for the first what's... ten minutes of this podcast were bad. It's live What's like a stock up, ticker. Everybody, what are we doing today? Um, uh, I wanted nothing. to talk about something. No, that's not true. We're, number one, we're recording a podcast, so we're <laughs> supposed to like be interesting. <laughs> that's you know what? Never mind. That's a great idea for a podcast. It's like, all right, well, what do we do now? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> this is, I don't know. Let's just like sit around. Yeah. Um. 
I wanted to talk about the Game Awards, the famous oh, yeah, yearly yeah, yeah, events. Yeah. Because they aren't out yet. by the time this podcast comes out, they might have happened. They might not have happened. But by the time we record uh, the next one, they definitely will have happened. I the what what when is when are the Game Awards happening? It is the eighth of December. Eighth of yes. December. So I mean, I wanted to know, but I guess that's also helpful for our listeners. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna say. Mark, uh, I I might be eating my words, but I'm I think I'll have the podcast out by then, so we can well, we can talk about it as if it little, will happen. Uh, right? Oh yeah. Well, I can't talk about it like it already has happened because that would be weird. We have the answers. <laughs> You're hearing them here first, folks. Like, we're just gonna talk about it like it already happened. Well, I um, think we could talk just fine about Ratchet and Clunk and uh, God of War triple triple trip hop and everything. But, and cat. Uh, a cat, the award-winning cat video game. Yeah, can't believe they got that cat on stage and they hit it with the chicken. And what? But, yeah, but yeah, but the executives had to call him off because mm-hmm. you, you're not allowed to shoot a chicken at live animals. Yeah, they this got happened. The cat this happened. On, this happened on Spike TV back when they had Game Awards. Yeah, so that, did that happen? Is yeah, that, 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 that sounds like something. That sounds like something. Neil Pat. It was a Oh yeah, it's Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris had to do a Angry Birds skit with live. <laughs> yeah, he had to. They forced him. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, you have him. to do an Angry Birds what skit. El- what else are award show? Him? What else are award show hosts besides involuntary guests? I think Sarah Silverman forced Neil Patrick Harris to do an Angry Birds skit at the 2004 Game Awards on Spike TV. I think I don't that think happened. An iPhone came out. I don't think an iPhone existed then. He got. He had the first one. He got up in front of the mic and started singing the theme song. <laughs> the Angry Birds skit predates the iPhone. Hey everybody! In two thousand, in two thousand eight, they're gonna make a phone and you can play a game on it called the Angry Birds. Here's the theme song. It was really confusing. Green. I don't get it. These pigs are green and And that's mean. why Spike TV went under, is because people were really confused and upset by this. We gotta, we gotta kill all these pigs. Hey guys, we made a, we made a game inspired by that funny, funny Spike TV skit. <laughs> people, people ate their words in 2010 whenever that game came out. <laughs> Look, they turned that Neil Patrick Harris thing into a video game. Awesome. Before before we get into the the like legitimate game awards discussion of the nominees, who our picks are, who our favorite games are, um, I just want to say, I think all awards shows should take more lines out of the fucking Kids Choice Awards book. What I think the Kids Choice Awards, I like more the Kids Choice Awards is both the worst and the best awards show that exists right now. The I've like listen. I can't remember anything from any award show I've ever seen more than I can remember like DJ Khaled saying like "Get ready for the slime" up on the stage and like pulling like slime levers and cranks. I think more award shows need like levers and cranks for the hosts to pull uh, that you, do things. You just want more need, like you just want more like Willy Wonka shit in your award. Shows. More award show need you to want be Neil just Patrick like Patrick Harris to bring out that chicken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And more, I think I think we need comedy. to I think we need to take more pages out of the you, Kids you, Choice so, Awards. So you book. want more you want award shows to drop the like regal aspect and and just and just like and just bring on like va- more more like crass humor and vaudeville. 
Imagine, imagine at the Oscars if like they just they like it's all normal, it's all normal, and then all of a sudden John Cena is announcing who won Best Movie, and he pulls a lever, and all those all those millionaires in the crowd get dumped like a viscous fluid on them. But what's the viscous fluid of the Oscars? Because they can't do slime. Yeah, what's that's something uh, else? Trademarked, so they'd have to. It would it would be like champagne because you know it's adult. But so that's no, not, no, it has to be, be more viscous. It has to be viscous. Maybe like because if, if they if you dump if you dump slime no not slime if you dump champagne on all the Oscars audience they'll be like ah woohoo yeah because that's like uh, they love that shit I don't know, lotion, you need to lotion <laughs> ew lotion. we're covered in lotion I think just the foam from champagne I think if they just collected all <laughs> the foam yeah they just, they they skim off the top well, of why does it have to be that then at that point you can just have like foam cannons well it's not, not really as funny. prestigious. <laughs> they have foam cannons at the at the state fair. They don't have champagne. Oh, so they foam. need, they they need, need champagne need... foam bucket. But exactly. anyways, I think that what I think everybody, all the award shows need to take a little bit of pages from uh, Jeff's fun show, and I think the Tonys need to announce new plays. At yes, the yeah, award that, show. That, that's something that that's something that you brought up like yesterday or two days ago. We're like. I, you are right, because I, it didn't dawn on me that, like, the Game Awards is the only, game, video game award shows are the only ones where they do that, where they, like, announce new things, and that's because all award shows, not just the Game Awards, are basically just ads and full of bribery and paid people, uh, people who are being paid off, but it is weird that, like, yeah, like, they don't do that for anything else. They don't announce a new movie at the Oscars. I wouldn't say that all award shows are ads. I think that is very specific to the Game Awards in that the Game Awards are more of an ad. I think yeah. the Oscars and stuff are more just like Hollywood. Well, that's why they're itself. sucking. That's yeah. why they're sucking. It's they're it's not behind. Yeah, it's not strictly ads because like all those award ceremonies are meant to like they're essentially free publicity for the things that got nominated, right? But, like, the Game Awards is the only show where they announce new stuff happening. Yeah, it's like... Like Log said, like, imagine you're watching you the Tonys... Buy. Imagine yeah, you're so, you're watching the Tonys, and it's, like, Phantom of the Opera 5 coming out next year, baby. Damn, they made four so, of those? Hey, hey, it's like, Lin-Manuel Miranda can walk off the stage with his little medallion or whatever. Whatever they <laughs> hand out to His chalice. <laughs> it's, it's a chalice. His amulet. can do his little Panera wrap. And then the lights, the lights dim, and it's world premiere. And then, <laughs> then there's a spotlight live on stage. It's Hugh Jackman in his Wolverine costume, and it's Logan the play. Yeah, pre-order your. And he starts doing now. all the moves on stage. He pretends like he's like fucking some sh- X Men shit up. Yeah, killing some um, extra evil Sentinel. mutants. Yeah, That's they awesome. could do. They could have just like live. They could have live previews of the plays. I would like everyone in the audience to to imagine I'm ripping Magneto's fucking head off, and he gets up and he sticks his claws in the yeah, air. Yeah, they could totally have a preview, a trailer for the play at yeah. the Tony's live. They just they just do like one little scene from the play, you know, and they play like like uh, some music over it. It's basically like a live trailer. They already do that with like existing plays. They'll have like really? a, now a scene. Yeah, they, they like they'll do the awards, blah blah blah, and then they'll like intersperse it with like live performances of the shows that are like nominated and stuff like that. Well, yeah. do 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 that before plays that do don't that for plays yet. that don't exist yet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would that would hype the shit out of the Tonys. You know, I think plays need more crossovers. Hmm. Such like, as yeah, 
explain. Like how, like how video Howard. games how- Geese Howard shows up. <laughs> yeah, Geese Howard. Yo, if uh, they did, if they did the, if they did the Howard estate, like sliding doors in real life, everybody would be down for that. Yeah. That would be. Yeah, awesome. I think they need to do that. I think. I think. I think crossovers are important. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Geese Howard in uh, the Grinch. Well, famous play, The Grinch. <laughs> yeah. What, like, what is? Well, what they is can that? announce the Grinch. Oh, you're right. Of course, Geese Howard crossover. Is Geese Howard the Grinch, or is he just like a cameo? He's just a cameo. Okay, he's, he's just there. Open. He's he's wrapped up. So all of this is to say that I don't think any of us here take the game awards seriously at all in terms of any form of I mean, prestige. How can, if you how can like, you if you are an adult and you've like you know have seen it like once once you become an adult you kind of become aware that like people can be easily very like it's are there are already ads in the game awards people can easily be very bribed it's super obvious that like to do an award show like this they are getting funding from somewhere and you know probably the people who make video games right so it it's like you know half cynicism half just like it's meant to get us to buy more it's, games I it's it's an ecological niche that came out of e3 not existing anymore yeah right like we, we need we need over. some kind of trade show to show new video yeah, games exactly. at it. e3 shit the bed so real how, so hard how can you, so yep. how can you take you know i'm real how can you take it seriously no, but it does make for good viewing it's very funny to laugh at and the schlick uh razor man shows up and tries to sell everybody some razors while they're talking oh about God, how great horizon that. forbidden west was or whatever <laughs> like it's it's funny but I want to talk about some of the categories. Not all the categories, because there's 31, and some of them I don't know anything about. You don't want to talk about the, the three the three distinct esports categories? No. Your sticker? Wait, did you actually vote, Wayne? Like, you actually yeah. did the voting? What does that yeah. even mean? Because I thought the... I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a feeling... I have. I just did it because I wanted to see all the nominees. Yeah. You just check like, them. fuck it, I'll vote. Um... The uh, they put Elden Ring in like every category and almost every category that Elden Ring was, Elden Ring was in. I didn't know anything about any of the other games, so right. I just voted for Elden Ring. I feel like the vote is there. It's like it it is like the equivalent of like a like a cash register toy that you give a baby, where you can press the buttons and things happen, but but nothing do really matters. No, yeah. it's just you're just the drawers open. You hear a noise. Like I have a feeling that that they do not factor right. that vote in at all because I I'm pretty sure from what i understand is like yeah it's like a panel of ju- it's like the oscars where there's like yeah you know, there's an, an academy. academy which Do they like you know is there i i think so that's how that's how the oscars are decided there's an academy well, I mean, they vote. we're talking about the game awards though i, I assume it's something I think like it's that Jeff or it's Keighley pay to play and his, and his 10 best friends <laughs> yep <laughs> or something we're, so we haven't we haven't watched the game awards in about a year um True. Do, they like, exactly. do they like I can't remember. Do they announce like the 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 actual winner, and then they're like the community winner is? Yeah, and then, like, I think it's probably. I think something that's what like it is. That. I think that the community yeah. vote counts as like a percentage or something. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe like Jackbox Maybe audience vote against. Maybe it's like one vote, and then the their other votes come from the. Well, community. if it's Jackbox audience voting, then the fucking council doesn't matter at all. That shit's. <laughs> yeah. It depends on the game, but it's like. I would be interested to see. I don't remember if they actually do that because I'd be interested to see like 
And the winner is this one. And here is the percentage of audience vote and see, like, just how greatly it differs or matches with what <laughs> right. they say that actually gets the award. Elden Ring would get, like, all the Most of them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, okay. What are the categories, though? Like, yeah. what, like So there's like, a ton of categories. Just plenty. Um, but the easiest one to talk about, and the first one, because it's the first one on the list that I'm looking at, is Game of the Year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative uh -huh. and technical fields. That oh, is the boy. official title. And the nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War 2, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> so... Weird that they have a PS2 game on there, God of War 2. Yeah, yeah like, I know. It's crazy. God of War Ragnarok, whatever. So anyway, I think... God of in, War 4, too. Yeah, God, God of War again, again, again. I want Elden Ring to win. I think most of us here probably feel the same Elden Ring to win. about Elden that. Ring. Nah, Stray, Stray Solo's Elden Ring Well, here's day. the thing. Remember, last year, It Takes Two won Game of the Year 2021. Oh my god, so they're did not, it? <laughs> they're well, not... What was it up against? I don't remember. I would have to look up... Because that game was like... That game was apparently pretty good. And Stray is apparently pretty good, I think. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you no know. One's, no one's quite sure. Nobody really no knows. No one really knows. I, People just like I'm the cat. I'm going to be the cynical guy and say that it is so obvious that, like, you can tell who gave who money with this category. Uh, I don't know. I mean... I think There's Sony two... wrote a fat check. I think Nintendo wrote a slightly smaller check. No, no, no. Because here... Well, okay, here's the thing. I absolutely agree that money exchanges hand in some way for these uh -huh. awards. I That would be foolish to, to try to deny. But I think really it was that... Think about all of the big games that came out this year. How many can you name? Like... It's just the fact that it's Sony true. is one of the only companies still putting out, like, exclusives. It's true. It's true. I, I, I like to joke and say that, you know, PS5 got no games, but they do have games. They and have two. If, you, if, <laughs> two your, name is, if your name is uh, Travis and you work at the Boost Mobile store, like, you've played everything on that list except for Stray <laughs> and Xenoblade. <laughs> now, and, okay, that's the thing. Xenoblade, to Nintendo me, definitely... Made... Nintendo first and second party made about two games this year, so yeah. they had to pick one. Yep. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 being on Game of the Year, to me, feels like a, well, we have to have something from Nintendo on yeah, here. What does. do we have to choose from? Oh, nothing? Alright, I guess Xenoblade. <laughs> Congratulations, you get the pity slot here. But it, I mean, the, yeah. the spread is pretty, is pretty normal. You have, like, three giant AAA titles. One weird indie game, the Nintendo Gimme, and then just like a wild card because I haven't heard anybody say anything about this Plague Tale game. I don't even well, know what that is. Every time they every time they show trailers for it, it looks cool. It's like it does look rat, cool. They they have like rat particle physics. Yeah, people do play those games. They do well, Maybe but they're just, just not. I just don't personally know anybody that played it or talked about it, and I didn't know it was a game that existed or came out in 2022. I have like so. Twitter mutuals that played it, I think, but I also don't. I also don't think it was a game that many people played and were like, "Wow, this is so good!" Game of the year. I don't right. think I've seen anyone yeah. say that. It's the wild card. It's just kind. Of, I feel like it's just kind of there because it's technically impressive, probably. Yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. 
And there isn't really anything like it this year. I have have a similar problem to Wayne, where I have a lot of Twitter mutuals that did play Plague Tale, but I don't know if they exist or not. What? Well... What do you need? Just click click around on (laughs) Eris' YouTube channel for a while. I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so so how about this? How about we just do... I want to do just a quick round round the room what do you want to win and what do you think will win because mm. i want elden ring to win and i, I think, think horizon will win or god of think, war i think I, yeah i think elden ring will get game of the year i i, th- I, I think know, actually okay you know actually thinking about it for more than one second i had like i gave you the cynical answer thinking about it elden ring probably will win um the uh, and then it will not win in any other category that it's in, and it just serves to be a filler. Right. But thinking about it, I forgot that like Jeff Keighley and From Software, like buddy buddy too. Yeah. Like true. they they announced Sekiro at the Game Awards. Like yeah. they're they're probably prob- going to announce Elden Ring DLC. Yeah. Elden Ring has at the a Game solid chance of winning, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if God of War won. I think God of War might just take game of the year because i think that might be hard because game. it just came out i feel like that could either work in its matter? favor or work against it they don't care about that yeah I don't well think it's the kind of matters. thing where you've People had like you've it, had time whatever. to stew over elden ring but god of war has just come out so it could either be like oh this just came out and we just played it so we're like into it or this just came out and we didn't have enough time to finish it so we don't have enough to like think about you know I- think there is a one percent chance that stray wins in some messed up way yeah i think i think stray is put on there to act as a spoiler for all the other nominees and be like hey we picked the the weird one look it's an indie game you can play as a cat isn't that great indie in like very large quotes it's that interesting phenomena and i talked i keep talking about it with you guys every year every year it's been for a couple of years now Every year, Sony goes out there and kidnaps an indie studio. <laughs> it's true; they <laughs> are true. known to do this, and they're they are force fed rich foods and and good drink, and then they they are presented on a pedestal like a foie gras goose. Like they're just force feeding it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, last year get, they don't get killed, but they do wind up on the Game Awards. <laughs> it's, I mean, Stray looks more like an it looks and acts more like an indie game than that Kenna Bridge of Spirits game that got a ton of nominees last year. That game was like, oh, it's an indie game with like seven digit funding from Sony. Like, okay, that's not an indie game. You can't. That's not how it works. You can't just be like, yeah, we're indie. We have ten million dollars. Like we've no, hired, we've hired, we've poached the best developers from from all the different companies. That's uh, and we've relocated them to Stockholm. Uh, or indie. But no, anyway, I don't, so, I don't know if they did that or not. I'm just, I'm just saying. Sure. Oh, but yeah, did did anybody else want to give their opinion? What what you think and what you want for game of the year, or is it just kind of like well, we all think Elden what I, Ring? What yeah. I want, I think, what I want is uh is Tekken 8 and Street Fighter 6 to be shown. Oh, well, that's not yeah, related to uh, the award. Yeah, but, I don't, there, but okay. I don't care about that. I usually it don't even, like, I usually, I, like, I'm watching the screen, but I don't even notice the awards being given out. I'm just kind of, like, thinking You're about You're waiting to hear world premiere. I don't know. Don't yeah, you think it's fun to, like, premiere. don't you think it's fun to just, like, speculate a little bit, though? Like, 
Not whenever, not whenever it's something like, uh, what's going to win Elden Ring or God of War? Yeah, I guess. Here's, here's my thoughts on that specifically is like, I, I, I know a lot of film fan people and I know a lot of people who like love like gambling and betting on like Oscars, like, like, all right, here are all the nominees. Who do we think is going to win this? But because we have like years and years and years of precedent of the Academy making decisions and we kind of, you know, there's a vague sense about it. The Game Awards isn't enough of an established thing to make really good predictions out of. Like, you can kind of guess, but at a certain point, it just feels like they roll a a D6 and they just pick. Like, it, it really could just, like, I think for Game of the Year, literally just could be, like, a coin flip between Elden Ring and Horizon or God of War. I don't know. One one side is that, the other side is Elden Ring. Like, there there was only one thing that I was, like, even minorly interested in, and I kind of, like, expected it to be there, but it wasn't. Uh, Soundtrack. Uh, Neon White has, like, the best soundtrack of any game this year. Mm -hmm. It's, like, specifically designed so that you don't go insane while repeating the same level over and over for over and over. (laughs) And all the tracks can also just start at any random moment in the track, and the game works like that. It'll just put you on a random part of the track. Right. And it works. It works good. And it's not a nominee for soundtrack. No, it's not. It is a nominee for action game or whatever, which is fine. It's a fun game. But... Instead, our nominees for score and soundtrack are Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Metal Hellsinger, A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, and God of War Ragnarok, which makes me think that the board was shown the soundtrack to Neon White, and they went, this is weird. <laughs> I bet they weren't even shown the soundtrack to Neon no. White, to be fair. I mean, I don't know how, like, that's another thing, is that the whole, like, nomination process is completely opaque to anybody on the outside of those discussions. Like, we have no idea how they pick what gets nominated i do think elden ring being on here is kind of weird because dark souls games never have bad music but i can't really think of any like specific standout it spends a whole lot of time i disagree quiet i disagree there there are songs in elden ring that are burned into my head elden ring is a very really quiet good song to me like there's there's yeah. definitely music but it doesn't stand out in my head most of the time most of the time you play it there is no soundtrack but it's the boss themes that's yeah. like that's what it's winning for and that's you don't true. remember a single boss you don't remember the fucking like like the fucking in, insane chanting and like the radon theme song or like the music for horalu or like the I theme guess. song <laughs> okay <laughs> now i do i do know the theme song that's that is true i i have that burned into my head for sure um and I, I can't say anything about any of the other nominees because I have not played any of them. I hear metal. I watched somebody play Metal Hellsinger. That seemed pretty cool. It's not really my type of music, but it's like I, I it feel seems like neat. they they put that on there as like a weird. I don't even know the right word for it. Just like a weird technicality. Like it, like it is, I, yeah, I, it's I, like I, an game. it is a music yeah. themed game that I will say I, I do like the music in that game. I think it's very good. I don't know if it's game best music soundtrack of the year, but you know, it's like, yeah. it's still good. I, it's, I'm it's, to see, yeah. I'm starting to see a theme here, like generic yeah. games that are popular Nintendo cause they paid us and then like the weird game. Yeah. Well, Xenoblade probably has good music. It probably does. Yeah. Probably. I've never heard a single Xenoblade song. I don't even know how that game plays, but I bet the music's cool. But yeah, that was the only thing I was interested in. Not like with the expectation of like, oh, this this is like the award winner or anything. I just thought it'd be cool because like 
Machine Girl's been one of my favorites for years and years now. Oh, yeah. So I thought, it was like, oh, it'd be cool if some of their music got played on the big screen uh, while they were showing all the nominees. But that's not going to happen. So, oh, well. Stray can win Game of the Year for all I care. <laughs> Just let it all burn. So there's Show something... me Street Fighter Six, please. So there's something about Neon White. So Neon White is nominated for two categories. It's nominated for Best Indie and Best Debut Indie. But what? number one, that's Why do they have just two categories kind of for that? that's just kind of weird that they have two categories for that. Yeah. But it's also weird because isn't the guy who made Neon White the guy who made Donut County? That's not a debut. Yeah. He has literally made another game. Yeah, it's game. literally like the same studio that made it. I'm pretty sure that that guy made Donut County and then made a company and then made and a then company made Neon White. Okay. Oh, so that's also on a technicality. Annapurna's like their publisher now. Yeah, Annapurna's their publisher, but the... um... Because Neon White... Angel Matrix. Yeah, yeah, you look it up and it says it's made by Angel Matrix. And that was definitely a company that was made to to make make Neon Neon White. Yeah, 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 Yeah. for sure. That's just kind of... Yeah, there's some weird... Are you saying Tunic Team wasn't made to make Tunic? (laughs) Yeah, it's literally (laughs) called Tunic Team. (laughs) <laughs> but hey, but that that I wanted to talk about game of the year, and I did. I wanted to talk about the indie categories because I've played way more indie games than I've played fucking. Yeah, it's funny God of how that works. Yeah, but like because best debut indie, I think, is a fucking stacked category because that's Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. And for my that money, is, yeah, it's extremely close between Tunic and Vampire Survivors. I literally can't you pick. Fucking, like, listen, I love it. Vampire Survivors is great and all. That shit doesn't hold a candle to Tunic. Like, I, they're, they're like games on the opposite ends of the spectrum. One is like the most video game ever, and the other one is like a deconstruction of adventure games as a concept, and it's like they're both great on the opposite ends of the spectrum in my head. The only I issue decide. I have with Vampire Save, uh, Survivor, like, I I always want to say Savior. I don't know why. Is that like a the thing? The only issue like... with Vampire Savior is that Morgan's too high to, hard to play in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the only issue I have with that is that I think that game is great. I love that I've sunk way more time out of my life into that game than I want to admit. But at the same time, it's like, isn't that, like, a genre? Like, isn't that, like, a genre of games that started, like, with Flash games or something? I mean, it's... Or something like that? And it's, well, like, yeah, you but Vampire that, Survivors like... was the first one to hit it. Like... Yeah, you the... can say that, too, so I understand. So I'm not, like, poo-pooing it, was... it but it's like, eh, it... I don't know. It, they, like, it, it was a concept that had been tried before in, like, Flash games and stuff, but this was the first time... This was the first time that it succeeded enough that people treat it like it's the first one, because no one fucking knew what it was. Like... I think I I I think that doesn't like yeah, change anything. This stuff all existed as browser games, but I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just like the way that it worked out is like everything before it exists solely in the browser or whatever, and then Vampire right. Survivors is here. And I don't know. It's pretty like in terms of just like an arcadey game like that. It's pretty feature rich. I don't know if the pre-existing things had stuff like that. I don't know if the stuff that existed on the browser had, like, an ending or anything. Um, I don't know if the ones that existed before it were Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Very important. But, I mean, yeah, I, I love Vampire Survivors. I love Tunic. Both games, not perfect, but, you know, pretty damn close, both of them. But Tunic, um, if Tunic, like, Tunic has to win one of them. 
If Tunic, Tunic doesn't win, yeah. if yes. Tunic doesn't win one of them, like I don't even give a shit about the outcome of this, but I will be like actually mad. Yeah, I do think Tunic deserves Jeff Keighley's head on a stake. Yeah. You can't, you can't care about this sort of thing because it's bad. To like to bring it back to the Oscars again, like this is this has been a long-standing problem, but like the animation category at the Oscars is a fucking joke. It is yeah. the whatever Disney right. movie came out that year category because like people on the Academy openly admit that they like they don't fucking watch animated movies. It's kid no, shit. They to don't them. care. And I know for a fact there are animators on the Academy who have like a vote in this and their input is not even enough to put a dent in like the oh really amazing rich animated movie of the year versus whatever Pixar put out. Yeah. Pixar wins always. Almost always. I think uh the year Spider-Verse came out, that might have won. I think Spider-Verse was good. did win. I think I Spider-Verse think did won. win. That was like, that was like a, a lightning in a bottle. That, right was, that was lightning in a bottle. Like, oh my god, the actually like good animated movie of the year won. Or the, the outstanding animated movie of the year, I should say. To be honest, I have no idea which of those wins, but I know Uncharted won't. Oh, oh yeah, there's for... the TV adaptation there's... category. Is that new? Yeah, that is did you, new. Did it, that who is remembered new. that there was an Uncharted movie? I, uh, I was aware of it. But I remembered I, it once I looked at the nominees and said, oh, yeah, that I know that, that happened. Tom Holland and um, uh, Mark Racist are in it. The likes. <laughs> I genuinely couldn't remember his last name. Yep. Um, That's close enough. The, uh, but like Uncharted is up against Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which I think was like one of the most highest grossing animated movies or something crazy like that. The Cuphead show, which I don't know. Um, Arcane, which I think people went fucking nuts over, yeah, um, and cyberpunk anime, which people went nuts over. Nobody cared about Uncharted movies. Yeah, Nobody. yeah. There's uh, no I, way that I that's didn't even like know a, it came out. I thought it was still no. That was like out. we. That was like we needed a fifth nominee. What What do we have? <laughs> like, what What other video game adaptations came out this year? The fucking Halo show, the thing everybody oh, yeah. relentlessly <laughs> made fun of for being a piece of shit. Like, yeah. That's not getting nominated. Gotta say, I'm glad that's not on there. <laughs> like, I, I'm glad funny. they're hopefully not acknowledging it. Yeah. I did hear, I watched a little bit of the Cuphead show. It was very good. It was a, a fun little, a, a fun little, uh, old Fleischer cartoon-esque deal. Um, I think, technically I mean, good. I, I think it's going to go to Arcane, just because that made, like, right. fucking Well, I don't know, the cyberpunk anime also made huge waves. I, I could see it, it made some pretty big one waves. of those. Also, like, both of them are basically animes, so it's, like, yeah. that's already very popular in the current, just, like, cultural zeitgeist, you know? Anime's big right now. I, I, do th think I the... still think Arcane's gonna get it, because I think Arcane made way bigger waves than uh, Cyberpunk did. I think you can see the concessions made just by the fact that the category is so broad. Best adaptation yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, like, it's very strange. It's, like, what is it, like, okay, is it, like, best as in this was a good movie is it best as in like oh this you're literally like comparing creates movies the to feeling shows. Yeah, yeah it's like you're comparing movies and shows and animes and yeah. like on, it on what make sense. criteria are you judging it are you judging it as an adaptation like or yeah. are you judging it as like uh how, which do one was like good it? do you like it yeah exactly because yeah. like arcane was like oh yeah i think a lot of people liked arcane it's like but as it's an, not as an but it adaptation. It's nothing like fucking it's League, nothing of like League of Legends. It's, it's just not a, it's like, just yeah. stories. Yeah, it's just yeah. starring those characters. Like if anything, the thing that should win best adaptation is Uncharted because it's a movie, it's and just the Uncharted movie, games yeah. are basically well, actually, movies. Well, actually, that even isn't even true because they basically 
from what I heard, they basically took bits and pieces and different set pieces from throughout all the Uncharted games to just like right. make an Indiana action-packed Indiana Jones-esque but, movie. But that so is that's what Uncharted is. Game-y. Yep. No, right, because that's but... still faithful to the concept. Because here's the thing. It's like a cyclical pattern where Uncharted was basically just based off of Indiana Jones movies. They made a game where it's like, yo, this is like Indiana Jones the game with a different guy. And then they wrapped back around to making an Uncharted movie. So it's a movie about a game about a movie. To me, that means it automatically is the best adaptation of the source material. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because you've just made the source material again, which was a movie. It's true. The second place goes to Cuphead because Cuphead was literally, hey, what if we turned a cartoon into a video game? Hey, what, what if we, we turned, turned a, a cartoon game? into a game back into a cartoon? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's such a weird idea for a category. It really feels like they were like, ah, oh, we should do something for all these shitty tie-ins. The Game it's- Awards has, like, too many categories and not enough categories. Like, they have, like... I understand why they have three esports categories because there's a lot of money changing hands and stuff like that. But like, you know, they have like a oh, bunch of kind of weird. You think they only have three, my friend? There's five. <laughs> oh, e-sports is there five? Categories. Oh shit! There's five esports categories. Anyway, oh, it's but a lot of them are. Some of them are like kind of redundant. Like there's best action game and best action adventure game, which is yeah. just a that that goes in like game reviewing for the last thirty years, calling things action adventure. But you know. But the case, like, there's stuff like that, but there's also, like, racing simulator games, like, being in the same category. Like, Gran Turismo 5 being, like, in the same breadth as, like, Two Point University. And it's like, guys, these are not, these are not the well, same thing. Okay. You could look harder and find more simulator games, right? To be fair, they have, because sep- you were right, that used to be, that used to be how it is. They've separated it now, where now sports and racing is one category, oh, right. okay. and sim and strategy is one category. But. Closer. You do still get to see funny shit where you have FIFA and Gran Turismo and Oli Oli World in the same category. <laughs> exactly! Which is like, these <laughs> games don't have anything in common. One is like a soccer game, one is a racing game, and one is like an arcadey, cartoonish skateboarding game. It, what do these have in but common? But who's the best fighting game? <laughs> it's it's Sifu, uh, baby. I keep calling yeah. it Sufi. Oh, Sufi? 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's how i'm gonna say it from now on the best fighting game category is kind of a kind of a watch a this year it's gonna be fucking hardcore next year though if tekken 8 and street fighter both come out next year they don't even need to. like uh, four and, four other and, entries or whatever and rumblefish yeah. 2 remake rumblefish 2 <laughs> remake and guru mark of the wolves yeah 2. <laughs> it's gonna be stacked yeah the the fighting game uh, category this year is kind of sad I uh when when I did my vote, like it like takes you through all of the categories in order. Uh voting voting for best ongoing game, I felt like I was being held at gunpoint, but then I realized <laughs> you don't have to vote. Your <laughs> options are Final Fantasy 14, which can't win because it won last year, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, Apex Legends, Destiny 2. Yeah. Like I, I can't believe okay, look. I am a Destiny 2 player Destiny and 2 hater. Destiny 2 does not deserve it. I have played Destiny 2 for 2,000 hours. That game fucking sucks. That game <laughs> should not win best ongoing. It's, it's also garbage. Another another baffling category that had that was community support oh, yeah, Destiny 2 is in. Also well, with Apex Legends, Final Fantasy 14, and Fortnite. And then there's No Man's Sky, mean? which I guess should win, maybe. I, I don't know. Probably. How does the community support No Man's Sky? I don't know. Because, they update okay. it, I think. They named yeah. their planets PP Johnny and PP Tom. How many? 
How many, how many oh, Pupu Vivi Brothers, the number one fans at Hello Games. I think, yeah, that one I feel like, I'm kind of two ways about that, because it feels like a useless category on one hand, but on the other hand, it's like, I guess you're, you know, you're trying to acknowledge the fact that these massive ongoing games have, like, moderating teams and, like, stuff like, like, there's a lot yeah. of community activity that needs to be done by someone, so it feels like throwing a little bit of, like, like, it, like when you go to a, a, a theatrical show and at the end they, they clap for the, the, the actors on stage and then you, you quickly clap for like all the technicians that are in the room yeah. for like a, a, a matter of seconds. It's like the, it's like the, uh, um, it's like the, don't they have like a whole bunch of like Emmys that they give to like things, but they don't make it to like the show. And oh yeah. There's a ton of them. There's like yeah. the, the Emmys and I think the Grammys and the Oscars as well have like a lot of yeah. categories that just never make it to TV. Yeah, like and those not, are the ones. Yeah. Those are like the meaningful ones, like yeah. oh, <laughs> like really like heartfelt stories or like really like genuine things. And nope, that's during commercials. <laughs> you don't get to see those ones. The only other categories that I think <clears throat> I don't, I wouldn't even, I would not say that I personally find this category interesting on a I care who wins level. But it is always fun to see the Content Creator of the Year Award, oh which God. is always four people you've never heard of and one person that you've maybe seen their name before. Not this year. This it's year, two it's, people. It's yeah, two people. This year, it's well, two one of them. One of them you heard. haven't seen them because they're only identified by a picture of an anime character. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny to me. Yeah, it's that's like, that. We were talking oh, about great. that before. Uh, for those who don't know, one of the content creator, in quotes, award nominees is Nibelion, who is the person with Mob Psycho on Twitter uh, icon and, like, does, like, game journalism. And we were talking about this earlier. Not a and, like, content creator. Not a content creator. But, like, that person is, like, that person is just, like, a freelance journalist, which, you know, just seems kind of small. But, like, the fact is they're, like, indispensable to games media in the last couple of years, like, because yeah. they are, like more on top of that shit than like most game publications with actual but, yeah. staff but do you think they but do you think they should win or do you think um name name someone else that was uh, ludwig. Ludwig. ludwig is the only other person i, I recognize yeah, or, do the the guy, or do you think the of. guy that streams and probably has a podcast oh wait win whistler yeah do you think they should win i don't know i feel like I, I part of me feels like they put Nibelion on that list so they could win as like yes. a way of saying that thank is, you to them. That is absolutely what it feels like to me. Yeah, well. which I I'm, I don't I'm not going to argue with because Nibelion yeah. does does good work in Probably. the field of game but journalism. It's not, as just to win something. Yeah, it's they deserve like, to win something, but they feels like they're just jamming a round peg into a square hole just so we can say thank yeah. you. I think it's really telling that apparently we don't have enough nominees for like best game journalist to even have its own category. Yeah, that's and we have yeah, to exactly. shove one of them into content creator of the year. Like, I would not well, call a journalist a content creator. A, a journalist literally does not create content; they report on content. They're not allowed to make content. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, Shigeo Kageyama could pick up all of those content creators and slam them into the floor. So they have to pick Nebelian because he's too strong. Is that a, is that a reference to Mob? Psycho? It's the damn character. Look okay, at the picture I don't, of the boy. I haven't seen. He's it. so strong. He's so strong, Trog. I thought he was Mob Psycho. But he doesn't use his is powers on name? other people. Doesn't use them on other people. His name's Mob. Okay. His name's Shigeo. Yeah, it's Shigeo Kamiyama, but his name's Mob. Okay. They nicknamed they nicknamed they nicknamed him, and then everything in the world was nicknamed after this boy that no one knew. 
You could go to Mob Donald's. You can drink Mob Milk. It's like, that's, that's okay. It's a very funny phenomenon in the show where it's just like everything is named after this boy. Well, I'm voting for Carl Jacobs, the white Minecraft YouTuber. Can you go to Ludwig Donald's? No. I guess saying white and Minecraft YouTuber in the same sentence just, just is redundant. Read off, but... Just read off the nominees. I want to hear their names. That's always I mean, the best it's, part. Okay, it's Carl Jacobs, Ludwig, uh -huh. Nebellion, No Brew, and QT Cinderella. Oh, great. Those I don't, all sound like And I'm not even I'm not even names. here to shit on the people because I don't know who they are. Like I yeah. legitimately they could be great or bad, I don't know. But the option select, they could be good or bad people. I I'm just saying I don't have the information. Yeah. You know, my my one of choice was the uh award for top esports event which Oh yeah. Really doesn't need an award whatsoever. No, it's honestly. very strange. I don't know. Like, that's a Todd Naren award. Yeah, it's very um, odd. But I thought it was funny because it it's, it's kind of set up like a newspaper comic or something. In that there, there's basically, there's like, basically there's, there's like four MOBA slash FPS tournaments uh -huh. on, on, in the competition, you know, like League of Legends and Valorant and all that shit. So all four of those, it's just a picture of their trophy. Yeah. And then there's Evo 2022, which is a picture of the crowd for the finals. Yeah, it's a, the it's massive, a picture of massive Tekken. crowd. <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, this really says something about society. I mean, <laughs> well, it's... I don't think it says anything super negative. I think, if anything, that's like, you win Evo to win, like, the the spirit of the FGC. Like, Well, know, yeah, it's... It's just a different vibe because all yeah. of the other nominees are for a very specific singular game. Evo is like a celebration of fighting games as a genre. Like, obviously, it's you true. can't have a giant tournament with every MOBA because MOBA games each last an hour. So the that tournament would probably go on for a month and a half if you yeah. had even like four games in it. So it's just like different. But hey, you know what? I'll appreciate the the small fighting game shout out you know hey people like these here you evo go here's your they, nomination so, evo better win because sony's owned by evo now sony better oh yeah hey maybe evo they win. have a better chance i yeah. didn't think about it sony's owned by evo wow yeah yeah it's the other way uh, <laughs> log put it best in that in that category uh all four of the options except Evo are pictures of a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Evo is a picture of the crowd having fun. Yeah. I think that is symbolic. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's it right. says a lot about society, man. Yeah. It says a lot about society. Can I just say, I don't think I've ever seen someone have fun for the playing, people. playing Valorant. Um, I, another well, I've never I seen have. anybody play Valorant ever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think oh, I have yes. Nobody plays that. It's fake. Psyop. I've never seen anyone in real life people play fucking Valorant. love that game, cool. dude. See, I know. See, I know, but see, don't. I've heard Sajam talk about playing Valorant, and like no evidence, yeah, no, no proof, <laughs> no proof. Oh yeah, I love name one character. Uh, uh -huh. I love. Um, who do you mean? I, I love Lucy. Well, it's just like oh, word. I, I love. Yeah, I'm. I'm down playing Stain. and I had to. <laughs> I would have to believe that. I can't. I can't corroborate that. Because, uh, yeah, like, what am I going to know, you know? Fair enough. Just the one one last category that we were talking about earlier is most anticipated game, which oh, I think is, is such a... Here? 
I didn't Which even is see such that a one. Weird one that's only exclusive to video games. That and is like, very strange. Let, let me read that, and I'll I'll re- I'm going to read these out of order slightly. Uh, the most anticipated game nominees are Final Fantasy 16, Resident okay. Evil 4, a game that came out fucking 20 years ago, yep. Starfield, uh, Breath of the Wild 2, and Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Oh, that that category is that category. Uh, paid for a new house for Jeff Keighley or something. I, yeah, <laughs> I literally think this entire category is like for the benefit of investors. I think that's yeah. literally it. Is I mean, like what, yeah, yeah, like because it's not like it would be one thing if they let people submit, like if they had people vote and the vote was what was nominated right. and the committee picked it. No, they, this was just like all right. We have a most anticipated game category. Uh, who wants to give us money for it? That's who it. wants Nintendo, to win? Who Nintendo, wants to win? Nintendo yeah. wrote a check. Uh, the company uh, funding the Hogwarts game wrote a check. You know. So here's something. Also, so I'm looking at the category now. I think a very interesting point is how they have described the category, which is recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming <laughs> medium forward. <laughs> I, I think all of these games oh might God. be like the, these games don't even seem bad. Like I'm sure Final Fantasy 16. I'm looking forward to that one. Resident Evil 4 looks cool. The new Zelda, everybody's gonna love that. Maybe not so much Starfield and the Hogwarts game. But which one of these games is pushing the gaming medium forward? Four of them are sequels. <laughs> I think Resident Evil 4 is gonna Starfield make Starfield has go... 50 planets. I think Resident Evil 4 is gonna make us go backwards. Like, it basically is. I don't We're know. going back to 2004. Like, like Leon is an action hero in Resident Evil 4. I bet you, I bet you, top dollar that new RE4 Leon is not gonna be able to suplex somebody to explode their head. Oh, uh, you don't think I, so? I'm, I'm afraid sad. I'm afraid you're right. Like I, I think it's gonna yeah. be they're gonna make the game harder because you can't explode the Ganado's heads Aww. and then the worms are gonna pop out. It's gonna be terrible. That's gonna be depressing. But I hope you're wrong, but I have a, a I don't a, know a strange feeling you're right. Here's the thing, like a, apparently uh, I've only watched people play the, the RE remakes, but like two was really good. I know that three didn't have too much going for it i would hope that capcom understands that like why people liked four why people liked four and like right. one of the reasons was like leon was just a badass for no reason like yeah. he he was always equipped to deal with the terrible the terrible beasts of spain what? is he gonna dodge the laser hallway yeah come on <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't so much a I horror game by the time they got to four it yeah, was exactly. more of like an action game with zombie people. What a bullshit bugs. description. How dare they, those <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> but, like, like, if you're telling me that this category is for games that push the fucking barrier. Well, no, it's games that have the potential to push the medium forward. We don't have yep. proof. We don't know for they sure. Just... <laughs> we can't so know. The, so, we don't so know. So this category should be like Cruelty Squad 2. And yeah, like... exactly. It should, exactly. <laughs> it really should and be like... that. And like and like you know a bunch of honestly crazy... vampire survivors yeah yeah. Like, yeah like a bunch of games that just like are crazy that that yeah. is that is the proof in the pudding that these award shows couldn't possibly matter to like the grand scope of like all video games being made like right. this is such a such a tiny slice of what video games are this is the public perception as as a whole of video games whereas like very strange very like actually innovative games are coming out all the time and they're the ones you never hear about 
because it's yeah. some weird guy made it in their basement and released it on itch.io for two dollars yeah <laughs> i think the weird thing about this category also is i'm pretty sure every single one of these games has like one trailer it's not yeah. like we know that much about them it's like yeah final that one final fantasy 16 trailer looked awesome i'm totally looking forward to that but we don't know anything about the game like we've yeah. seen one 90 second trailer or whatever and like that's it like i don't know this it's it's such a strange category honestly it would have been a more interesting category if it was just like game we want to exist the most and they come yeah, up with five see, games that, that's oh, what that's what they should have called it they should have just been yeah. like as completely on the nose about it as possible like who's ready what's the game we're all looking forward to guys you know you know like yeah just being being up straight up just like these games look cool and we want to play them whereas the most potentially innovative game yeah, of that the coming of, year. I, that's, yeah. yeah, that's bullshit. None of these seem innovative at Starfield all. Starfield is going to stop racism. Yeah. <laughs> the, all of these games are straight Hogwarts up Legacy either, is going to make racism worse. They are either remakes or Well, they're counterforces, so yeah. it's going to be fun. It's like, it's ridiculous to call any of these pushing the game medium forward. <laughs> None of them are doing anything different. These are all third-person action games. This this category well, should be the domain... This category should be the domain of, like, pissed off... Pissed off indie devs on Stimulants and Kojima. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Doesn't this category has this category a new one coming be. out, right? He's in even... Actually, that's the thing. This is the award... You're exactly right, because this is the award that Kojima's new game would be on if Kojima has released the title for it at this point. But he hasn't. <laughs> he's he's teased it as a new project. He's teased that he has some actors in it. He's teased that something is going to happen. He doesn't have a name for it. He doesn't have any sort well, of, like, actual pitch release. Some stuff got leaked for that, actually. I think oh, there is it? a name floating out there. I don't know how legitimate the leak is, and I honestly didn't look into it, but I, I know that some of that stuff did get leaked the reason that i know is that i don't know anything about the game or what it is but the guy who uploaded it is like pointing a phone at a screen and like whenever the screen goes to black you can see the guy and he's just like shirtless for no reason it's just like laying on his side <laughs> yeah he, he couldn't get into kojima's production studios with the with the shirt intact that's how high the security was it's like it's really weird that's the only reason i know dogs. about that leak so maybe that leak is fake and it was just somebody making a funny video but like that's the only reason i know about it is like yeah, the screen fades to black at the end, and you just see the guy like looking naked. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Oh man, if I if I was leaking sensitive game footage, I would put Make up a funny. fake picture. I would no, I would put up a picture. I would hold up a picture of a shirtless guy so that they get they don't come yeah. out. It's crazy because, like, yeah, like, you can very clearly see the guy. So it's like, is that guy gonna get in trouble? Like, somebody probably knows who that is. <laughs> <laughs> But who knows? Maybe maybe that was totally fake. I don't know the story. Yeah. One, last, one last thing I wanted to check. I, I went back and checked the the most anticipated game category of last year. Oh, really? Uh, oh, the winner, idea. the winner, if you can believe it, was Elden Ring. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also on that list was the new God of War, uh, Horizon Forbidden okay. West. Oh, and okay. Breath of the Wild 2 and Starfield again. Oh, nice. <laughs> That would have been so, hilarious if they managed so to win most minute. anticipated game twice <laughs> so, in a row. So wait, so, yeah, so wait a minute. Are you telling me that Starfield could have won, potentially could have won twice? <laughs> can't fucking so, wait so, for so it, man. Breath of the Wild. Well, one last year. Last year, Elden Ring won. 
Yeah, Elden Ring oh. won last year. So that that makes that should win again. Elden <laughs> <Yeah>. Ring DLC <laughs> most anticipated again. Well, I have a video game complaint. Okay. Uh, it could it could be a hot take even, and I think we might lose some viewers for this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Just a few days ago, the new Pokemon game came out. Pokemon Violet and Pearl, or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and in that game, you have a mount. The mount is a Pokemon that looks like a motorcycle mm-hmm. and it runs on its legs. I hate that. It has <laughs> wheels and the wheels are just like part of its body. No, no it, it, it goes them. on its wheels at some point, I think. And I've never seen it on its wheels. Every video I've, I've seen in this game, of it. it's running around and it's and it's using its legs. I've never seen it on its wheels. <laughs> well, I have seen it. And, and if it car. does do that, then that's bad promotion because I'm not going to play your <laughs> stupid game because in all your trailers, I see your fucking motorcycle Pokemon using its legs. Like, sh- okay, sure, you unlock wheel usage like 30 hours in and you're going to hide that from me? No, I'm not going to buy your stupid there, game. There, I don't want to run around on a horse. There's like tr- game trailers like i can't believe i'm defending the pokemon company but there's literally like game trailers and like screenshots of the the lizards using their wheels now, okay well why am i not getting targeted ads that, like that are like <laughs> this pokemon's a motorcycle and it's well, gonna go from you haven't told like your rides. social media algorithms that you're interested in lizards that are also it's motorcycles only, i guess i've only seen it right on its legs and i think <laughs> this is a berenstain bears type thing like this is <laughs> the, this the is some mandela moment around your your just now just reality. now that i brought this up apparently this pokemon uses well wheels. okay so what i was gonna ask you is you, you, you say this like this is an ongoing issue uh, is there another game that does this that is upsetting you no. or no it's just this one okay <laughs> it's just Pokemon. It's just... i wasn't gonna i wasn't even gonna play this game if it did right on its wheels but it would have made me feel a little bit better yeah um, it looks fucking <laughs> funny. i've been having yeah. a rough time the pokemon should ride on its wheels all the time and i should never see it use its fucking legs cut them off i do like the idea <laughs> of all of the problems that this pokemon <laughs> make it a motorcycle had, and that's the one that that's you that's the out. only one we have a problem with <laughs> all right and then i had one other thing yeah okay um I think we should steal another podcast content because I can't stop thinking about this. And okay. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. This will be the well, only time we ever do this. First, yeah, who's our first time? Well, target? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. It's a very specific thing. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a very specific thing. Um, I will just... I've never listened to the podcast, so I can't really give them a proper endorsement. I just follow their Twitter. But there's a podcast called Most Controversial, and they have a Twitter where they post Reddit posts. Uh, that are listed in the most controversial category, which means they get a lot of upvotes and a lot of downvotes and cannot maintain a positive score. Um, the I There is a post that has just affected me so much that I think it is worth breaching the podcast Geneva Convention and stealing their content uh, the, just so that we can talk about it because it's sure. so important. I'm going to read it. This I, post, oh, podca- what, oh, hold on, oh, sorry. Podcast question of the week. Who did it better, them or us? <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. We can't be pitted against each other. I don't like I don't that. know, because I don't I haven't listened to this podcast. Well, but our audience all right. can. so this is a Reddit post from R slash who would win. Um from user <laughs> Soyvit Russia. Uh-huh. Great pick, Trump. Uh the the this is the title of the post is A Gorilla Who is Immune to All Weapons versus Fiction Challenge. <laughs> and it says now, I don't mean the gorilla is fighting every single fictional character. That'd be silly. Instead, he has a radar of where every piece of fiction is and at and must destroy all of it. <laughs> rules. Okay. Here are the rules. He has a radar. He has a radar that tracks everything. <laughs> Wait, what? Everything? He has a radar that tracks everything. everything. Rule number two. Rule number two, he must destroy every physical piece of fiction in the world. 
rule number three. He ignores humans, but will kill them if needed. (laughs) (laughs) Rule number four. Rule number four. Humanity doesn't know that he's destroying fiction or his weakness. Okay. Rule number five. (laughs) He's got a weakness? Rule number five. He only has to destroy every piece of current fiction. Stuff made after that, he starts his rampage. Don't count. Okay. Um, Okay. Okay, I see. Rule... Rule number six. Oh, remember, remember that, remember that this is a gorilla who is immune to all weapons. Rule number six: the only thing that can affect him is an alive human limb. A limb, <laughs> as in like if it's, as in someone could punch him. But you can't. Rule number seven. Him. Rule number seven: if he can manage to destroy all physical media, he must then try to destroy every single internet server in the world. Whoa! Can he solo fiction? <laughs> No. Can he solo fiction? No, absolutely not. He could never. Why is this controversial? <laughs> this must have started some arguments. No, no, hold on here. What are we even de- debating? Like, if he can do it, can, can he, he solo do it? Fiction? fiction? Can he? Can he solo fiction before he's found out and is stopped? Well, or defeated? okay. The, well, I'm gonna say no because there's no mention of its level of intelligence in this post. So well, but he has a radar that okay. tracks everything. I wanted to bring <laughs> up the radar, because you said it's a radar that tracks everything. Could you imagine, like, I'm, like, imagining, like, a video game HUD, where it's just, like, there's so many icons that it is completely useless. Yeah, this radar tracks everything. It tracks the candles sitting to my every- left. It tracks every speck of dust in my carpet. Like, oh, perfect. Well, I mean, it's like, the radar, it's not... Trog, you're not giving it enough credit. It's a good radar, okay? okay so you can, like, really ta- you can press a button and tap through what you want. You can be like, okay, all right, dust specs, candles, baby boys, wet <laughs> the- fiction. All right, there we go. The- like, he can- I mean, I, I, think, I think at that point, if your brain worked like that, I think at that point it would be like a Chronicles of Riddick type situation where you would be blind, but like the way you navigate the world would just be different. See, I think so. You, you were you were talking about like his intelligence level, and it does not state that, but like the rules clearly indicate that like he knows what he has to do. Like True. he knows what he has to do, and he knows how to use the <sighs> radar. He knows how to use the radar. So like, I like that it's a he, gorilla. Yeah, it is a gorilla. He it, knows it how to use the have radar. To be. He probably does not understand the significance of what he's doing. This is like some fucking, like, this is like Zeus playing a trick on Earth or something. Like, <laughs> Zeus did this shit. The, uh, and like, I think... Are you suggesting we could I, convince the gorilla that what he's doing is wrong? My take... Okay, I don't know about that. No, probably not. <laughs> my My take is that I think he could be very successful in his quest, but he could not finish it. Because I don't think he could do it in his lifetime. The there the rules have not given him mobility that could allow him to get all over the world and destroy all fiction within a gorilla's lifespan. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. Except like just from another angle, which is like, okay, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say he destroys all. He let's say it's a gorilla, right? So let's say he yeah. destroys all fiction in Africa. Okay, he's got to move on to the next continent. Uh oh, <laughs> how's he gonna do that? Get on a boat? Like he doesn't yeah. know how a boat works. He's he's only well, immune. He does have a radar. He's only immune to weapons. He's not immune to the drowning. Radar, he's not immune to dying. He's not immune. Yeah, or, like, the or, radar could maybe show him an ocean current that would take him from Africa to America, <laughs> and he could ride what? that. 
He could jump in the ocean and he just is like in the perfect spot that the waves perfectly bring him to fast travel. I mean, I mean, I guess I mean I guess there is evidence that animals have survived like ocean voyages on like logs. Yeah, and stuff. like cows wash up in another country after being blown away in a hurricane. Yeah, like, the, that's um, kind of you could just destroy the radar. Yeah, why couldn't you just destroy the radar? That's a good question. You know, that's not in the rules. You could, but like, is the radar like a part of him? Is it just like a dragon radar that he pulls out of his gorilla pockets? Yeah, like, it doesn't say if it's a the, physical like object or just like a concept in his if it's brain. In his, it could just be a part of his brain. Also, yeah. yeah. Also, the one thing I want to point out: there is fiction on Antarctica. That's true. Yeah. How's he gonna get? Th- there's that? going well, to be at least some books there. That's his final challenge. Like, even that's if, like the last even level. Even if we, his final if challenge we... is destroying all this, the internet servers in the world. That's true. Well, that's the sequel. That's like that's the sequel. <laughs> that's his the, bonus um, objective. The uh, so so I brought up the the limitation of his lifespan, a gorilla's natural lifespan. Um, the but it says. The only thing that can affect him is an alive human limb. Does that also mean like he's not affected by time? That's, like, I that's like, yeah. He, the rules are not clear because he's I immune think, to all weapons, but also the only thing that can hurt him is a limb for whatever reason. I think we should contact this person and get them on the next episode and like have an episode that. that just focuses on this topic. Uh, uh, okay. no. no, no, no. What here's, do you mean no? You get a million viewers. Hang on. They're like people love gorilla. No, I want, I want to keep talking. About this, I want to keep talking about this gorilla. The thing that's like confounding me is like why a human limb is his kryptonite. Like the, <laughs> the phrasing of it is so fucking weird that it just kind of means like, okay, so you mean a human can punch him? A human could kick him? Means, is that what you're saying? Yeah, like a human, the only thing that can hurt him is like a human physically doing okay, something to okay, him. Then so the if second, a human jumped the, on him and like gouged his eyeballs out, the, that so, would work. So the second the gorilla breaks into the Henderson's house and uh, Mrs. Henderson's in the other room and was like, what's that noise? And then a gorilla's there. She's like, ah, and like kicks it out of surprise. It, it'll affect him. Yeah, it'll and, and, then, him, and then that's not enough to kill him. He'll just go, ooh, and then he'll rip the humans to shreds because he ignores humans but will kill them if needed. <laughs> Okay, that's and there are that is not true. many humans. There are not many humans that could just kill a gorilla. You would need you would need to figure out his weakness and then a lot of planning. Yeah, well, no, you could just you mob mentality. Just get like okay, could one gorilla beat like twenty humans? Yeah, maybe. I think probably honestly. Yeah. At the same time, unarmed humans? if they all this uh, is this is turning into a how many ten year olds can you take in a fight yeah, question? But like, not, I think. I don't know. The entire city of New York versus one gorilla. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying, right? Like, limbs. this is a spinoff idea that I like. What is the what is the league of peep humans that you would assemble to fight a gorilla? <laughs> fight a gorilla. The <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen to get that. rid of one gorilla. Just, I think it's just the WWE. I think two things would occur. Um, I think I think I think two things would occur. I think they would make an anti-gorilla task force, which would <laughs> consist of humans who grow their fingernails to be really long and sharp because that is part of your limb. So they have natural weapons. Um, the And then the other thing that would happen is when the gorilla is detected entering a major city, there is a broadcast put out on the news and it says, if you are brave enough, please go hit it. Like, please go try to punch it and kick it and like attack it. We need everyone that we can get to fight yeah, But gorilla. you can't throw rabble at it. I, I'm saying you need to like have like a team. Like, well, yeah, like that's the task force with the sharp fingers. Okay. okay. Type shit. Who, who, okay. Because like. I don't think humans could kill a gorilla by like punching it. I like no. I don't think I don't think we could cause enough damage to it. I think it would just endure that. You need sharp fingernails. You need to use your fingers to cause blood loss. 
I I mean that's a good idea. I, I do agree with that, but I do think that I think uh, enough other ways to fight. I think enough human beings could take scratching. down a gorilla. Just your limbs, though. Yeah, I think Mike Tyson was on record wanting to fight. I guess you could choke it out, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get Mike Tyson to do I, it. I don't he think Mike down. Tyson could do it alone. I don't think Mike Tyson could do it alone. And plus, we, we need at least like ten other boxers. We we yeah we need a team. We need like specialists. I think you need to like I think you need to like scour the planet. You need to get like the best judo practitioner on the planet. Team them up with Mike they Tyson. Practice like a, team them up they practice with like, like a synchronized. Some, yeah, like you. They, they practice like a synchronized five man grapple where like each 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 grappler is assigned to like a different limb to like completely hold him down, and then everyone everyone in the city comes up and starts like punching him in the face and poking and, like you, you, need, him up. you need like you need I'm to immobilize thinking, him. I would watch that movie. I would watch an Expendables <laughs> movie about a bunch of people tasked to kill a gorilla with their bare hands. I'm imagining like <laughs> I'm imagining they get like someone that's been the practicing judo their whole life. They're like the best judo master ever and it's like okay, we got someone to grapple the gorilla and then they find like a ninja master who like actually can use like key real ninja great great. Does key count as a human limb? <laughs> I mean, you yeah, use it yeah, to would, empower would Nen, your limbs. Would Nen yeah. count as a human limb? No, yeah. I think as soon as the key is manifested, it, it doesn't affect him. And it needs to be like, physical. Okay. And then, like, you need to find, like, you need to find, like, I don't know, like, Brock Lesnar. And so it's, like, it's like they, they have to, like, figure out, like, ambush a, ambush the gorilla and, like, plan. And then, like, grapple it. And then, like, and then like Mike Tyson and maybe, like, another boxer just <laughs> going at it, like, at the same time. Well, the other question is, like, what's the... What's the gorilla's modus operandi if he gets overwhelmed? Like, does does he have a die? I know, but like, like, what 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 if? Okay, let's say he's smart enough to know that he gets outnumbered. W- would he flee? Would he prioritize saving his own life above destroying all fiction oh. or I think killing so. all I think... people who try to stop him? Because That's a good idea. what? Okay, let's let's just assume for the original poster's very strange benefit that the gorilla is immortal and he has infinite time. Like, if that's the case, he could just wait it out. Like he can, he can. That's oh true. shit! True. Oh shit! They caught on to me. I'm gonna go hide in the woods. I'm gonna go hide in the woods. I'm immune to global warming. <laughs> oh, that's an even better question. He could just wait till all humans die and then just do it. That'd be easy. Yeah. Yeah, I think if he's immortal, that makes it too easy for the. That gorilla. does make it too I, easy. I, right. he, yeah, he needs to. He's got to be able to do, do it in, in a lifespan. single gorilla's lifespan. How long do gorillas live? I really wonder. I don't know. I don't think I very long. To be honest, I need to ask Soyvit. I need to ask Soyvit Russia about the gorilla's fucking lifespan and his level of intelligence. <laughs> he has a radar that can track everything. Can he find nuclear warheads and launch them? Like, no, because he would survive. Well, I mean, that comes down to the intelligence question. Like, yeah, I don't know. We don't know. You know There's no information I, about it. Get, I'm starting to. I, I'm, insta- I'm. I'm. I'm starting to. I'm really loving this, but like in a different way. Where like I, I would love to watch a movie. About, about this. <laughs> this gorilla and about the gorilla's plan to sneak into North Korea to launch the nukes that they have. <laughs> and so the United States Army, you, so the UN is going around the world assembling a team that can ambush and kill this gorilla before it gets into North Korea. So they have to sneak into North Korea too. And, and stop there's a story. The gorilla. And then, there's a, and then there's a story at the end of it where it's like after like Armageddon and Apocalypse, like the gorilla's left. There's probably some fiction left that he has to hunt down, and it's like the survivors in this apocalypse with like the number one threat is a gorilla that wants to crush your books. Like- well, okay, here's something else I wanted to bring up. 
before okay. we move on to emails because we can't talk about this much longer. We've already been going for like we could. 90 minutes. <laughs> we can talk about this forever. But um, yeah. I think we also haven't tackled the concept of what constitutes fiction. I mean, okay, you can say that like a fiction, yeah. a, a book of fictional stories, that is fiction. But consider this. Is any novel thought that you have ever had as a human constitute as fiction, even if you haven't written it down? Oh, shit. If I invent a story in my head about my imaginary friend, am I is, no. is a part of my brain now dedicated to fiction? Because all thought because has it, to be physical. Like, yes, it is. It has to be physical. It, it is physical. In my brain, the chemicals in my brain have rearranged my neurons to store but this piece of information. The thought of the fiction is not physical. Wait, we're getting into yes, Cartesian dualism here. We can't. We can't go this far. Hang on. I will <laughs> say. I will say. The moment you share it with someone, uh, that it becomes it real. Counts. So if you keep it in your own head, you'll be fine. But the moment you tell. Uh, any fictional thing to someone else, that gorilla is going to rip. But he ignores humans. I disagree. He ignores humans, but will kill them if necessary. Exactly. Does that mean that he has to hunt down every human that's told a story? Yes. You, yes. <laughs> you you say that thought is not like physical, but literally scientists have figured out like how much a single bit of information weighs. Like information is thought to be <laughs> a true. fourth form of matter. That's like a current theory that's going around. So I think oh, that shit. if you have ever thought and kept in your brain some fictional story that you've made up for yourself, then you are now partially a work of fiction. But is that fiction. media? Because it says he needs to destroy all physical media. Yeah. Well, here's, here's a question. It's fiction, fiction, but is it media? Here's a question. Is a hard drive... Well, no, it says at the end. Is a hard drive with fiction on it physical media? Yeah. Right? Because, he like, does so have to destroy if I, that. If I, if that's I, why he has to destroy every single internet server in the world. That's true. <laughs> I love the idea of an immortal. I love the idea of a gorilla alone on a desolate wasteland planet, crushing its own brain. <laughs> yeah, it the, has the to last destroy thing itself. to destroy. It's well, a gorilla can't think of fiction. A gorilla only thinks in objection. <laughs> I know, we don't know that, that for sure. Does it have to get the golden record on the Voyager one? And, uh, <laughs> is that fiction? <laughs> the final quest it launches into space has, in a perfect trajectory. It has it on the golden record is Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. Which oh shit! The story of a guitarist named Johnny. It's true. Oh shit! That is fiction. Wait, did, did it? Does it say fiction on Earth? Does it say fiction a on gorilla, Earth? Can a gorilla create a story? <laughs> does, wait, so it says all fiction, right? Like it not just all says fiction all on Earth. Fiction. It says, oh, it says if he can manage to destroy all physical media. So it's all fiction that is physical media. So the Voyager. Then he's got to get to Voyager <laughs> 1. He does have to get to the Voyager. He also has to figure out if aliens exist and if they also have a concept That's true. Of if aliens exist, he has to go eradicate everything on every alien yeah, planet. It never specifies think, on Earth. Oh, I'm starting my to think this God. isn't possible. I don't think the gorilla can do this in its lifetime. I don't think it's possible, but I do think it's amazing. And you could make a movie, anime, series, comic book, fucking <laughs> audio book, whatever the fuck you want about this, because it's amazing. Well, then he'd have to destroy have to destroy it too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well but that's if if he comes to being if this gorilla it gets built if someone does this <laughs> but then if it's it like happens a... it's not fiction anymore it's just a document it's a documentary oh, oh! hold on i love that i has anyone here watched heroes uh, no, long time rarely. Ago. I, I don't yeah, know. i like love barely. the idea of, of of a show or a movie where someone makes a comic about a gorilla that has to destroy all fiction and then the gorilla is real. It's real. 
and then it's not fiction anymore. It's a real yeah. gorilla. I, I'm imagining like a Rocco's Basilisk situation where like imagining the gorilla that destroys all fiction is the thing that compels you to create a gorilla that destroys all fiction so that you you might be saved somehow. <laughs> I really hope there's some like big budget, like high ticket movie producer that listens to our podcast and gives Soyvit Russia all the money <laughs> to make this shit a reality. Emails. All right. Emails. This one isn't like a question or anything. They just want to be nice. It's not even an email. <laughs> Got it by um, carrier pigeon. I I I want to I I want to I want to read this one. They say uh, this one's from Xander. They say I just wanted to say I love the Bob's grievances song. The whole segment in general is my favorite bit of the podcast. The way you say all the things with such righteous fury. Always makes me smile. I love the song specifically in all its forms. I hope you have a nice day. Thank you. Uh, this one is for uh, Wayne. Oh. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Last this week is, I wanted also, questions. I didn't also, say anything this about that this week. Anything. This also is just like a feel-good kind of thing. It says, Wayne saved my dinner. You hear huh? That, Wayne? Uh, hello, RTVS crew. I wanted to inform you that Wayne saved my dinner and by extension my life. I was listening to an, an older episode while preparing a delicious omelet. Just as I was about to fold over my delightful little egg entree, Wayne brought up the topic of cheese, which I had forgotten to put in. An omelet without cheese. Can you imagine a crueler fate? Thanks, <laughs> Wayner. I owe you an omelet. That's from Taylor. Well, there you go. Imagine, imagine a big smile and a thumbs up and a twinkle sound effect. All right. Feel, feel good story of the year right there. All right. Um, Great job. And then I'll, I'll say, uh, last episode, we asked people to suck noodles through a straw. Did, we did that? Yeah, yeah, we did do that. I remember. I don't, uh, I don't remember people, that. A few people tried. A few people tried. But I think because we're short on time, I'm going to only highlight uh, this one. Hey, Solutions. Uh, here's a report on <laughs> sucking noodles through a straw. I used instant ramen instead of spaghetti. I mean, that's a noodle. That's yeah. fine. All right. That's, All right. It counts. That's fine. But it worked just fine. The method I used was using a fork to lift up some noodles, inserting one into the straw, and then sucking the noodle out from the other end. Are you that I imagine that spaghetti would be harder due to its dryness. The ramen broth may have acted as a lubricant. All right. That, true. that sounds like the most miserable time I can think of. Now you, all right, now, but here's, here is my stance. I think by lifting it with the fork, that is um, oh, an aid. Are you cheating? I think, I think, I don't know if it's full on cheating, but I would be interested to see. I want to hear someone who like put a straw in a bowl of noodles and like and finagled with just the it. straw and your suction to get it all the way through and eat uh -huh. it. That's what I want to know about. The fork is like, why even... Why even bother then? Just eat it with your fork. I'm talking. You got a bowl of noodles. You got a straw. That's all you've got. That's why your you hands are to do tied you behind your noodle. back, I guess. Or if you touch noodles, you die. I don't know. Um. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, do that and report back next month. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that is your task. Oh shit! Welcome to the task force. I'm, I'm going to. This is not. This is also not a question, but 
Well, that's okay very... because the segment is called emails, not questions. It's true. Um, just one more thing. Boom. Oh, Get in the bed. Oh god damn it! What the? Oh there. Oh there. Where go. is that? Okay. Huh. Um. Uh. Oh well, that last email was from uh was from a. I'm sorry. Yo, is that a ramen joint with a Vegeta bust? I sorry. Uh, that's that, what that, it looks uh, like. That last email was from Straw Men Noodles. Thank you. All right. Che- all right. Uh, this we're we're uh this one is from Ronnie. Ronnie says, "Hello, RTVS crew. I'm a longtime listener and fan. And when listening to the latest episode, I realized I also had a Dragon Ball Z moment. A few months back, I was at a local sushi restaurant and noticed they had a giant bust of Vegeta as well as several <laughs> framed photos of DBC characters. I, awesome. I think yeah. awesome. I, I think about this so often as the restaurant was very beautifully designed and professional. Besides these." Uh, just thought you'd enjoy. Well, thank you for bringing this to our attention because honestly, this is fucking great. Well, it's you know, just, yeah, it just it looks like a really nice restaurant, but they do also just have a bust of Vegeta. You know, some would say besides, some would say thanks to. So you know, think about that. I think it brings the whole look together. It brings it together. Yeah, yeah. Really I helps mean, unify hey, if you the own space. A, if you. I mean, you own a restaurant, you can decorate it however you like. What's, like, the weirdest thing you've seen at a restaurant? Like, decoration-wise? Uh... Can you think of anything that stands out in your head? Statue of a guy sucking a noodle through us. <laughs> you know, for some reason, I don't believe you. Well, I don't lie. <laughs> I don't. Cool. I, I can't think of a restaurant that had a <laughs> weird thing in it that I've been to any at, at, like at any point. Like that was too too weird. That was like, what about something like scary? Like you give you give you a. Fright. There's like, I can't think of anything. There was a Benihana as a kid uh, that I went to that had like a, a good old fashioned tanuki statue with huge nuts, which I think as a kid awesome. was just kind of an interesting <laughs> thing to see. Recently, this is not scary or weird at all, but, like, just, like, the general ennui of it was mesmerizing. I have a picture somewhere on my phone. I can't find it. Uh, there's, a like, a gamer bar uh, in Burbank called uh, Guildhall, which is a really cool place. Um, and they have a lot of, like, game gamer decorations, quote-unquote, around the place on walls and stuff like that. And most notably, they have, like, in the male restroom, right like on the wall in front of the urinal so that like when you're peeing in the urinal like the first thing in front of you is like a a fan art of cuphead of like oh. cuphead and mugman running from the devil i don't know why but that's right. just like <laughs> it's just in like this nice looking bathroom and there's just such a weird sense about it just like <laughs> yeah. like okay like completely normal male restroom like with like a, a framed yeah, yeah framed picture of cuphead in in the restroom i feel like if there's one room in any establishment that needs no decoration, it's probably the bathroom. I yeah, feel like right? it's just you don't really need to spruce up that. Like a bathroom should be clean and it should smell nice and the walls should be completely vacant, in my opinion. Unless unless you go like whole ham and like the walls are just like covered with like a like a wallpaper of like photograph or a signature. Because sure. I've been to some places or that a have, giant like, or a giant kabuki head that goes, yo, 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 yeah, yo, 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 y
I think I heard that they like took that out <gasps> of that no. bathroom or something. Sorry. I might be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope um, you're wrong. How do you? I want. I want to get our viewers to be able to look this up as a video of the times. Japanese scary toilet. Yeah, I don't know what you'd call uh, Search Japanese scary toilet. Oh, really? <laughs> You'll find the video. It it's the first right result. Up. Oh, perfect. Yeah, well, it's called, the video is called Japanese Toilet Experience. That, that's such a, such a good name, name for that video. video. How's about a real question? Um, sure. This one is from Rev. Hi, guys. Huge fan. I listen to your podcast at work, and many times I've had to hold back laughter in front of my coworkers because something you guys say will almost break me down laughing in front of everybody. Excited to hopefully see this podcast go up to 100 episodes and beyond. Damn, so you think we're going to make podcasts for the next five years, huh? It might happen. Uh, I don't see why not. My question is this. What, what's the most stupid company gimmick you can think of for example i was thinking about the whole dumb uh how dumb the whole left and right twix thing that's been going around uh that's been around for years now i feel like a lot of good op uh options are out there so which ones come to mind for you guys hmm, hmm. like gimmicks a gimmick. yeah. so there's like promotions i i have what for i I will say, like, gimmicks or, like, just dumb things to promote themselves. I have one that I think is fucking stupid. Remember when Mr. Peanut died? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You can forget. <laughs> that was that stupid. Was like, hey, hey, our mascot for cans of nuts. He's gonna, he's got, like, he's, 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 he's dying. <laughs> he's gonna he, he, die. He sacrificed himself to save someone's life. It was, like, a yeah. famous person. It was, like, LeBron James or something. I don't think it was <laughs> LeBron James. But I don't remember who it was. Yeah, our mascot's gonna die. Which, of course, that's, like, really messed up. So, of course, they just immediately were like, oh, but there's a baby peanut. Uh, we gotta kill off Squirty the Grape. <laughs> I mean, personally, I think that'd be for the best. I wouldn't be too <laughs> upset about that. I think that... For us, we don't, like, we don't kill it and rebirth it as a baby. We just, like, execute it. Yeah, that's our publicity publicly. stunt. <laughs> we, get its, we get its mummy, it's a raisin. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's smart. Um, we don't have any raisin bits though. We'll have to do a raisin bit. It's kind of it's kind of interesting because this was something that uh, I looked at recently because of something or other, and it was like uh, controversial video game promotional events. Uh -huh. hmm. Um, I think the one that was fueling it was uh the God of War two release party just had like a decapitated goat. What? A real one? Yeah. Oh like my god. <laughs> like, what? As a decoration? Uh, uh, people were encouraged to eat from it. What? Like, pull stuff what? off? Like, was it cooked? I don't understand. I don't know. I, it was a decapitated goat. That's scary. That's wild. What was that for? God of War 2. God of War 2 release party. Yeah, it happened this year. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that God of War 2. No, God of that War does, 2 1, not God of War 2 2. That does sound like something that would happen at a uh, yeah, that sounds like some early 2000s God of War yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, I remember, I, I can't think of any specifically, but I know that just in my years of listening to like Jeff Gershman, for example, he's talked in depth about how weird launch events and press events were for like 
yeah. video games from the 2000s era, specifically, like the PS2 GameCube era. It was like, video games had long since gone past the cocaine and hot tub days, yeah. but they, like, after being successful enough to get, like, press shows and everything like that, like, it looped back to having to be, like, shitty and immature in some way, you know. It has to be shitty and immature in some fashion. So, like, there was a lot of that in the very early 2000s, I remember. Yeah, I feel like there was a story, and I could be getting this wrong, but I feel like there was some story about how one of the Call of Duty games had, like, the press get in, like, a Jeep, and they drove them around, like, a remote desert in, like, a dune buggy or something, and then they, like, took them to, like, an airplane hangar, and it just, like, seems like, these are, like, people that work at, like, GameSpot. Like, what are you, like, what's going on here? Why are we taking these people, like, in dune buggies and into, like, covert to military bases? The, the war experience. I know, it's, like, it's it's very silly. Yeah, th I think there was also, uh, I think Dante's Inferno had a oh, promotional gosh. event oh, where, yeah. uh, where people entered into a contest where the reward was sex. What? <laughs> Hold on. With that who? one I have to look up. What? Uh I it's like oh send us send us um send us an entry for a chance at a night with our sultriest babe. Well <laughs> or whatever. Okay. What was this for? Dante's Inferno. Good <laughs> fucking lord. Like well, I didn't I, fuck. I, That'd be fucking illegal. I'm trying to like, imagine just be the like, logistics. Oh, you get to lay in bed next to them for a night or something. Like, well, I have looked up Dante's Inferno game sex contest, and I'm not finding anything very useful. <laughs> fuck a fan. Dante's Inferno fuck a fan contest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, wait, wait. I found an article from 2009 where the headline is, Dante's Inferno Comic-Con contest offers, quote, Hot girls for committing quotes act of acts of lust with booth babes. Oh god! What? Oh yuck! Electronic booth, Arts booth is running. Were, yeah. yeah, that was. I'm glad we don't really do that anymore. I'm sure that still happens in some capacity, but not as bad as it was in the aughts. Uh, Electronic Arts is running a Dante's Inferno contest at Comic Con that promises a sinful night with two hot girls as a reward. <laughs> What the fuck? What the hell could that possibly mean? The actual contest rules posted on www.sintowin.com. <laughs> oh my gosh. You had to commit a sin to enter. This is insane. I can't believe this ever happened. That's that was great. EA? Yep. It was Electronic <laughs> Arts. That's <laughs> oh, what it no says. Fuck back then. Wow. God, you could you could at this point, it's so far out that you could probably do an entire, like, multi-episode podcast about, like, here's all the craziest shit that happened at E3 from the years, like, 1999 to 2011. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> like, what a what a different time for video games than it is now. Oh, yeah. I can probably pull up even, even more of a... Um, let's see. I'm glad you have some repository to check because, like, in response to this question, I can't think of anything because, like, I just, like, put advertising so far out of my mind. I can't think of, like, the most egregious ones because yeah. I've blocked them oh, out of dang. my memory. <laughs> Ubisoft staged a shooting? 
What? Huh? What? what? Where? To promote Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell conviction. Oh, oh my no. fucking god. Bro, what the fuck? Wait, where? That's in, in the older ones, Zealand. right? In New Zealand? Oh my god. Yeah, it's probably old. Like, most of these things are old. Splint- yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, nobody no, does no, I mean, this the kind of day, shit. That would not fly. Yeah. I did think if there was a promotional thing where it was just, like, it was just some, like, filmed stunt of, like, Sam Fisher coming in and, like, snapping an actor's neck and then, like, walking away, like, that would be a little bit more okay than the other one, which is a very more, like, real thing that could happen. That's fucked up. Okay. I think I'm looking at a Destructoid article that was about this. It says, Splinter Cell Conviction publicity stunt almost causes a shooting. Uh Oh. Oh my gosh. Evidently in what? promotion of Splinter Cell Conviction, a man with bandages on his hand pulled out a fake gun and pointed it at people. The people obviously panicked and ducked for cover while the police came a-running with guns drawn. Oh, what that's the fuck? What are they thinking? I don't know. This was 13 years ago, so I mean, 2009 things were a little different in terms of, uh, you know, even uh, actually even this in happened in New Zealand. This happened in New Zealand too, so it's like double weird. Who oh thought this was God. a good idea? What the fuck? That's, that's insane. fucking insane. This is like a rabbit hole. I almost want to save more of these and like talk about this on a later episode in, well, in there depth. There you go. The, turns out the dumbest marketing gimmicks were from video game companies. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, well, no, no. Uh, there was a time where Dr. Pepper sa- said that they were for boys only. Okay, you so. know what? That's my answer because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, one, <laughs> that one was pretty fucked up. I remember I worked at the movie theater at that time when that promotion was going on. So, like, I was only, like, 17 or whatever and even i was like this is weird like why is this like yeah dr pepper 10 not for women like what the fuck (laughs) it's a fucking soda so yeah that one that one is always a standout one Yeah, yeah that that would have to be my answer probably because i can't remember any other ones but i do distinctly remember that one because they were showing those fucking ads in cinemark all over the place Not a good time. Well, I think that should be the end of the podcast. You think so? Sure. One I, more email. I have to find the easiest, e. simplest, shortest fine. email. Me too. Do that. All right. Fine. Uh... Final email. Dun dun. All right. This email is from Danielle. They say, Danielle, you have the final email. Since Wayne said he wanted more questions, I shall deliver. If you were all gifted with the ability, skill, and time to draw one art piece, what would your art piece be of? I draw a genie. Trog, you can go to the bathroom now.